<laughs> oh, I, I've got a, I've got a bone to pick with you over the last episode. Don't what, do that, Tamsin. Already, it's like walking into an exam no, no, no. where, where all, the guy's no, got all, a parking ticket. We're going to do. Badly, all I'm going to say is one hour forty-seven minutes. Seriously, hmm. what were you thinking? Okay, I'll just like, I'll, I'll take your I nominations now. Down. <laughs> I'm just saying it was like, oh my goodness, this is epic. I'm gonna have to do it in shifts. It was like the worst the worst thing is we're all sober this time. Well, yeah. There were eight of us. There were eight of us. And uh I, know. I was like, oh about, my goodness. About half an hour was trying to coax Martin Cook Cookson out of his uh uh, of his reverie over knob twiddling. He, he just could not stop <laughs> laughing. <It was> pathetic. second series episode two of the frankenstein's role-playing game podcast thank you for your continued support and for downloading us and please do keep the feedback coming even if it is just the odd rage tweet and shout into the void uh, i'm sure i'll hear something so in this episode uh, mark tamsin paul and andrew join me to look at skill tests and characteristics and Quite frankly, it's pandemonium from start to finish, but we get there. Somehow. What sport? It is a little arse about face, but stick with it because it is fun, I believe. Uh, Very special Twitter mentions this time to all those who joined in the debate on this episode. Uh, Jim McCarthy, Martin Cookson, Neil Walker, Fabio, Bandits Keep, Legacy GMing, Catty Big, Adam Buxton, and, and many more of you. And thank you. Thank you for joining in, and please do keep going. Uh, please do keep doing so, even if you dis- disagree with us. <laughs> even if you disagree. Uh, it is, after all, all good-natured fun, so yeah, do keep it going. So for those new to us, what is this podcast all about? That is a very good question. So the ambition is that each episode we get a group of grognards together to look at the very best elements of role-playing games on a given theme or subject. We debate a bit, we waffle a lot more around the topic, and then we vote on which games will contribute to our creation, the Frankenstein's monster of a role-playing game. And this time, it's a science fiction game. Now, the idea is that once we've constructed this devilish entity, we then play it and see if it all hangs together or indeed falls hopelessly apart at the seams. It hasn't done so yet. (laughs) Sad face. Anyway, thanks for all the participation again, and I do hope you enjoy this episode as we embark on this, the most odd of creative exercises. Episode episode uh, two of series two. We made it to a second series of the almost award-winning Frankenstein's role-playing game. Almost. 
fourth place, for God's sake. Well, it's the, it's, it's the grognard fine. version of a sort of paddle show, isn't it, really? You know, I mean, what's not to like? Mm. And it always reminds me of Celebrity Squares, this as well. And as, as uh, Mike, uh, film fan 68, continually says, he is the Pat Coombs of this, uh, of this show. One for the teenagers there. So, uh, this episode, we're looking at skill tests uh, and characteristics. And then I've introduced a, slightly sort of, a slight sort of wrinkle, which is the Brucey bonus round of magic and psionics. And, and that's, that's really... I'm sort of preempting something a little bit further down the line because one of the things that we found last time was how do you fit magic and or psionics into the skill system without it being sort of all over the place. So what I really wanted to do is at the end of it, once we've done the skill test bit, the characteristic bit, we then say, are we going to have magic and psionics? And if we are going to have magic and psionics, then the people in episode five one of whom I'd know is, is uh, Dirk the Dice, uh, they get a bit of a push towards how you might resolve magic or what magic might be. Does that make sense? Is that okay? Oh, my goodness, you've got yeah, some I've massive already... scheme. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so... Wow. I've, I've already it sounds answered the so question for you. when you listen to so it. So it's fine. <laughs> what, what was the answer to the question, Tamsin? No. Uh, no, oh. uh, no, yes. And I'll, I can explain why later. Hmm. It's, 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 it's professional now. We have teasers. <laughs> at the beginning of the episode teaser okay so science fiction this is all about science fiction now i have to say uh at grog love which is the uh, london-based uh transport afflicted uh game uh, a gaming uh, day uh, at the brew dog <coughs> uh, chancery lane uh was brilliant but I played, again, for the second time, we played the fantasy version of uh, Frankenstein's RPG, the slightly amended from the grog meat version. And it was good. It was good fun. Uh, we didn't finish the scenario, which is a bit of a hampering, but uh, it was good fun. And I think it was OK. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and get the three guys who did it to come back and, and talk about it and see what they thought was good, bad and indifferent. But it was good. Adam Buxton, uh, Sean Smith and uh, Jim. Jim, Jim, the Grim Mosley. I, I admire this. You're basically getting like everybody in Britain to play this, so you've got a guaranteed audience <laughs> once it comes out. I say your Kickstarter is funded already. Yeah, well, job done. I'm, I'm not sure I can use Kickstarter anymore. Isn't NFTs. It? Yeah, isn't it sort of a bit Block, <sighs> blockchains? Crowdfunding of your choice. Yes. Yes. Platform. Which, <laughs> which, which I, I, I sort of would equate to begging, really. Anyway, so uh, episode two, series two. It's not tricking, it's monetizing your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say we're, all, we're all waiting for our cuts, it's fine. Look, look at that, look at that man on the bridge. He's monetizing everybody <laughs> as they pass by. Uh, skill tests. Can we go with skill tests? So it, it, it's, it's uh, what, what are we going to do in terms of uh, skill tests and, and resolution of skills? tests uh it's probably probably the underlying mechanic of everything isn't it uh, and also it's kind of like how do you uh, one or two things that have continually come out of any sort of conversations with people twitter discord whatever it might be has always been about this idea of rule of cool you know don't hamper my rule of cool so i guess with those in in, in the background and also the underriding principle which um, martin twiddling knobs uh, cooks and 
said was he came up with this idea of everything has to have a wow. So there should be a wow, wow moment. So skill tests. Who would like to start? Can I just ask why you're not doing characteristics first? Because only I think they're quite, it leads on to do skill tests. Character, characteristics. So characteristics in the game. <laughs> nothing smooth. Nothing if not agile. Well done. It's only because they're so linked. I think if you're going to do one first, that was all. I, I particularly like the the way that you come on to the show and just, you know, you just organise us significantly better. <laughs> terms of, terms of, I, I don't disagree. Characteristics. Let's have a crack at characteristics first then. So in terms of characteristics, the idea of wow and everything else, what do we want to go? And since you have very, very kindly leapt in, perhaps you'd okay. like to kick, kick off uh, characteristics. Where are we? What do you think? Yeah, I, I can. And I'm going to start with a weird one. Uh, you wouldn't expect anything less from me. Um, is it is it Buffy, Peppa Pig, the RPG? I don't know. I mean, it's ballpark. So um, I was looking through my games, and what I found was in characteristics, they're all pretty similar. It's all a strength stat, a deck stat, you know, some sort of social yeah. stat yeah so trying to distinguish between all of them like my first thought was actually dark heresy which i love but that was kind of just it's kind of like D D in that sense so um then i remembered so last week i was running vampire fifth edition bear with okay. me it's a bit mm-hmm. of a story and um in that game you have to for every role pick one of the nine characteristics to go with your skill role and actually as a GM it actually becomes quite stressful (laughs) because it's like you've got a choice of nine for every single role so it's like oh is it composure this time or is it resolve this time or is it Mm. anyway after that experience I decided I wanted to go really really simple okay because I can't be bothered with an extra layer of decision making on top of all the decision making that you have to do. Yeah. So I wanted a system that had the least number of stats possible. Okay. That's what I was going for. And um, so the game I picked, so remember last season, I chose a science fiction game when it wasn't science fiction season, <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> this time I, I've picked a game that isn't science fiction for science fiction season, but um you did it in the last episode, so I feel I feel totally justified. Okay. So the game um, I have picked is the Princess Bride role-playing game. <laughs> <laughs> you had to pick me first. It's fine. Right, so let me Inconceivable. Explain. Exactly. Right. Honestly. So um let me explain. So Princess Bride role-playing game was out in, I'm just checking my notes, 2017, I think, um, published by Toy Vault Games, and it's based on the Fudge system, Ooh. if you've ever played that one, which I like because it's super simple. Yep. It's really good for kids, actually. I think it's a good intro system. Yep. And in it, the stats, you have three three characteristics Body, wits, and heart, that's it. And so you can imagine body is um, like strength and health. 
Um, wits is intelligence, perception. Heart is courage, willpower, empathy, etc. And then stop shaking your head, Audrey. Um, so <laughs> I forget, I'm getting typed out already. Yeah, that comes later. You just me later. Um, so you've got these three stats. So it's really easy to pick what one you're going to use for your yep. skill test. But also you can modify them. So kind of in that gifts, merit, flaws type kind of mechanic, yep. you can have like, well, actually, I'm, you know, super strong. So that would give you pluses on your body for strength tests or whatever. So it's not just that is your number and that's it. You can modify it um, okay. with things. So Andre the Giant would have massive body. Uh, he would. Andre yes. the Giant space marine. <laughs> well, exactly. And thank you for bringing that around. So, yeah, I really like it because it's adaptable. It's that fudge. So it goes from minus two to plus four. But it's it's just easy. You know, I'm never going to have to guess which stack is in this role. It's going to be pretty straightforward. So that is my, and you had to start with me, uh, Princess Bride role-playing game, which if you love the film, and if you don't love the film, you're dead to me. Um, then it's an excellent role-playing game for when you want something a bit lighter and a bit, you know, more amusing, and you all know the universe because you've watched the film, so it's quite easy. There you go. Uh, I, I, don't know whether any, I don't know whether there's any point in carrying on. <laughs> so, so now, if, if we don't vote for The Princess Bride... Uh, it, it'll be like sort of spitting on your grandmother, won't it? Really, it's <laughs> it's, it's it's probably the greatest film of all time. Yeah, some Aww. people might, some people might say Godfather, <laughs> Princess Bride. So this this is uh, I, I've never played the Princess Bride role playing game. Actually, I didn't even didn't oh. even know it existed. Yes, that's how it, it, it was it on informed. that um, forum. But yeah, it's it's really good. So, yeah, we even had like. Um, you can play like all the kind of characters from the film. We had a miracle Maxina. Um, it was, but anyway, it's the simplicity of the characteristic system. I've been reliably informed there's another system which uh -huh. I don't talk about that only has a couple of stats. Oh. But since I notoriously don't talk about that system, we're not talking about that system. Does it? Does it begin with F? No. Uh, no. no, but it involves jewellery and short people. Snow White and Seven <laughs> Dwarfs. They're all looking very confused. No, the, I mean, the One Ring set, I've named the, the unnamed. There you go. Someone else can Not name. only has three stats, they are named identically to the are Princess they? Bride. Oh, are they Body Wits and Hearts? Yes. Well, there you go. Oh, dear. By implication, it's no longer the Princess Bride. <laughs> No, Tamsin's no. voting for the One Ring. Everybody. No. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm I sorry. I named the. I, I named that which should not be named. <laughs> exactly. I think. I think it's uh, simplicity. I think is is a. Uh, there's not many of the uh, of the various sci-fi games that I've got that are simple, at heart. Uh, that I have. Sorry, not that not that exist. <laughs> that I have, but I like that. And now, of course, I'm going to have to go and buy the Princess Bride RPG again. <laughs> bank, bank balance. Ahoy. Uh, who would like to go next? Uh, Mr. Carey, Dr. Carey? 
Would you like Thank to go you next? so much. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I think we've got to give the other two a bit of a chance to recover after that. Is, um, it, is it the one ring? The, no, 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 uh, no. My favourite science fiction role playing game that I want to talk about today is the Dallas RPG. <laughs> you know, I'd play the, that. I would actually play right. that. Is, is one of the characteristics smarm? It, 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 was, it, was, it was difficult. Swagger. No, it's swagger. It, it, it was difficult to listen to that, given the fundamental misunderstanding of how the system, you know, if you want simplicity in uh, role-playing, in science fiction role-playing games, you want 316, Carnage Among the Stars, which has two stats, fighting ability and not fighting ability. <laughs> That's... Fighting ability and the rest. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and again, I think that's an important thing which I might come to with skills is, you know, how closely do you focus in? You know, how, how much do you use the microscope um, on this one? Okay. Um, I, as far as characteristics goes, actually, this is it's just not quite as it's not that exciting um, hunting around. I mean, spoiler, the number okay. of characteristics you have is six. Right. It doesn't matter whether it's Star Wars or Space 89 or Serenity or Starfinder or even that that traveler game. It's six. So we're going to have six characteristics. There's no way past that. Um, but I, I just none. Um, no way past it. Um, I, I, I did in an attempt to sort of spread out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I did wonder about possibly uh, I did. One of the things I liked about the Dune game Ooh. is the fact that you have the characteristics not just for yourself, but for your house. Which I felt did sort of spread out a little bit. The um, yeah, um, for uh, I, I, I don't know. I know Tamsin is able to just keep going no matter what people are doing in the screen. I am easily put off, Dave. Um, uh, the and, and, sh- and holding up numbers and and books. If you're going to do it again, this is your podcast. If you want me to <laughs> baffled, be baffled entirely, yeah, I'll do that. But I mean, essentially. You know, I think six is a reasonable number to be looking at. It gives okay. you a bit of a spread. Um, it lets you differentiate between the characters. But I think particularly with science fiction role-playing games, it is, you know, I think as Tamsin's already hinted at, the way that characteristics and skills interact is really important. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it's almost boring to pick characteristics by themselves. So um, I think following on, in the iconoclastic opening to this uh, podcast, I'm going to refuse to actually name a system um, or indeed even the characteristics. I'm just going to say there should be six of them. And uh, I'm going to be a little bit more helpful when I get to uh, skills. Six, and be damned. And we're off the rails. (laughs) Can I, I I just want to, I've just had an idea for season five of the no. podcast and it's Frankenstein RPG 8 bare bones what is the absolute minimum number of words you can have in a system well I have to say I was with with Sean the weekend before Sean Smith with the weekend before us he's done an entire game on one very very small card I love that that's yeah. my kind of prep work that is <laughs> FRPG the bare bones <laughs> Okay, well, you know, I have to say, so okay, so it, it generically, you're saying six, whatever six doesn't matter, pick six, six, um, swagger, swag, <laughs> swagger plus wit. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at a, a, a thumping big. This is these are the science fiction, you know, role playing games, they're not little books. Here, the heft, uh, 
So the bare bones is no bad thing. Okay, so six stats. Pick any you like. That's it. What's that? Uh, from Leoness. <laughs> Are there six in Leoness? I think we're just all holding up random role-playing books now. <laughs> I <We> mean... <laughs> Point and shoot. <laughs> okay. M- Mark. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Mark, I'm going to ask you to introduce, please, a, a note of sanity. Sorry, I assume there must be another Mark on the call. Um, <laughs> um, I did the same thing. I thought, how many stats do we need? And I started with the last game I played, the last game I GM, which is Scum and Villainy, mm-hmm. which has, surprisingly, three stats. Uh-huh. Yay! Three is winning! <laughs> which, which three are they? Um, they are. I wrote these down. Prepared. <laughs> it's um, you're prepared. And you can remember three. But I'm going to write them down. I can't remember three. <laughs> um, insight, prowess, and resolve. Oh, hello. I'll get so, you in your big words. Uh, well, no, I didn't. Uh, um, <laughs> and initially, I liked it, and it's very minimalist because the range of those is only one to four. Yeah. Um, and you get some based. Uh, oh, sorry. Given that, given that we are playbook uh, centered, or there's mm-hmm. there's going to be playbooks in this. Um, there are, yeah. That's that's already essentially built into Scum and Villainy because you you have playbooks for your classes. You get pre-assigned skill points, and then you get some to add yourself uh, into these attributes. That's cutting down on my workload, which sounds good, really good. Yeah. However, ah. I rejected this because I think it's too narrow, <laughs> and I don't. I don't think that. <laughs> I, I don't think that you get into um, it, it, prowess is is too broad. Sometimes it's not clear. Things are not intuitive. What skills should go with what attribute? Mm. So I didn't like it. I thought, well, so even with three, you're back to to Tamsin's issue of oh god, which one is it this time? Well, just it's not it's not as easy for the players. Although the in scum and villainy, the actual number of skills is quite small. But if we were going to have a larger number of skills, I can see it. people are going to get into arguments about what should be classified as what. Yep. Um, so I thought, well, is the problem too many skills at three? So mm-hmm. I next went to look at Time Watch, which is based on Gumshoe and has. No attributes whatsoever. But then I decided that was a ridiculous idea and laid that. Oh, I like Gumshoe. <laughs> you might have got a vote there. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, you know. <laughs> but we'll see. So I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Like Doc, I sort of went, well, six is kind of canonical. Mm. So what's happening with six? So I looked at Gamma World. Strength, Dex, Wisdom, Con, In, Char. That's never going to catch on. No. No way. Um, so instead, and this is what I'm actually proposing, D6 Star Wars. D6 Star Wars. Nice. That's, I've got mine over, mine's over there, just in case. I just can't be bothered standing up. Um, <laughs> old schoolies. Yeah. It's, again, character classes in this are templated which means it fits well with the playbook. And actually, that's I think that's a weakness of it because you're not 
you do have to make your own templates if you if you, you know, if you want to do anything slightly different. Yeah. The biggest problem I've actually got with this is so the six skills are see if you can spot the problem: dexterity, knowledge, mechanical, perception, strength, and technical. Charisma. Well, is a mechanical part of technical in my mind? Exactly. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. In fact, if you were the ship's mechanic, you'd have more technical skills. And if you were the ship's pilot, you'd have more mechanical school skills based on Star Wars D6. So there's a naming problem. But apart from that, I cannot fault the scope of that. You've got something nice and technical in there to reflect the sci fi D6 Star Wars. I commend it to your attention. Mm. Some sort of swapping mech for tech. Would that resolve the issue? It, it, it just needs renaming somehow. I, I haven't quite got it. This okay. is really interesting because the approach is, I shouldn't have gone so, I shouldn't have gone so late because what, much of what I wanted to say has been said. Uh. So I do like the idea of having three characteristics. Mm -hmm. You know, basically physical, mental, social, call them what you will. That works well. That's intuitive. It's clear what goes with what. Yeah. I'm also a fan of having no characteristics, as in some implementations of Budge, as in Gumshoe, mm -hmm. as in Fate. You know, there's a few games that have no characteristics. And that saves a lot of hassle in terms of stacking bonuses or thinking what goes with what. Mm -hmm. And the third thing I was thinking, and I rejected this actually for this reason that Mark said, which was D6 Star Wars. You know, I like the idea that there's sort of, you know, strength, dexterity, those are clearly delineated. Mm -hmm. Then you've got, you know, knowledge and something technical. That's good. I mean, thinking of, say, Star Wars films, think of Luke. He's Good technically, right? He can repair droids. Yep. He can. He's a good pilot. However, he's not particularly knowledgeable. So I like that separation between the two. Okay. And then probably having a you know some sort of charisma and perception or something as the last two would be would make sense. Okay. So I'd sort of probably move it around if I was going that route. Mm -hmm. But so I think we we've already had a vote for three characteristics. We've had a vote, vote for six. We've had a vote. We've had a recommendation. Nine. Why would you keep going? <laughs> no, no, no. Here I, it I'm comes. just going to say no characteristics. It oh. saves a lot of hassle. No characteristics. Oh. No characteristics. Mm. Um, uh, what do we do then? Then we do we go? This is like bidding on trumps, isn't it? <laughs> diamonds, diamonds. Diamonds are trumps. No characteristics at all. And is there a game that characterises no characteristics at all? Or is it all going to be about skills? It will be all skills and no characteristics. So, again, think mm. of Gumshoe. If you want a specific oh. scientific, science, science game with Gumshoe, Battle Stars. Battle Stars. But if you, if you don't have the skill then, how do you resolve that? You, you've either got minimal one dice or something. I mean, this is what we're discussing. Now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there that if you if you go down that route, you do need a backup. It depends rule. on it depends on it depends on your thing. I mean, if you're rolling dice plus a bonus, your bonus happens to be zero. Mm. If you've got a dice pool, yeah, then you need some sort of special rule for accounting for that. I agree. 
or it's one dice plus the number of you pull. But I agree, it's something to think about. It's 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 putting it's putting the heavy lifting on skill tests later on. <clears throat> My turn. My turn. And while I, I'll ask everybody to introduce themselves, by the way, at the end of this <laughs> the end of this segment, if that's okay. It, it's it's the problem with having uh, having people that you like on you, you know them all so characteristics okay I'm not going to mess around I could say uh, someone was saying there was, isn't one with four Coriolis has got four mm. strength agility wits and empathy four I'm just counting them uh, it's definitely four I promise you <laughs> <laughs> however I am going to go for and I'm going to share my screen. Is that legal? You're using advanced tech. This is. I know. I know. Unbelievable. Star Frontiers, everybody. Star Frontiers. I'm going to stop sharing my screen now because that's about as technical as I'm going to get. Star Frontiers. Why Star Frontiers? I hear you say. Technically, it's got terrible, terrible taste. (laughs) (laughs) I have appalling gaming history. For number one, <laughs> number one, old school, important. Number two, uh, I can't really think of any other reason for it, but I quite liked it. I quite like the system. You have uh, they're paired, and there has to be a little bit of a either a balance or an Im- slight imbalance between the two. Strength and stamina are paired. Dexterity and reaction speed are paired. Uh, int and logic now. Because I've left the blasted book downstairs, I can't remember whether int is intelligence or intuition. I think it might be intuition and logic. And then you have uh, it's not perception. I think it's persuasion. <laughs> persuasion. It's not. It's not going well for me. This is it. It's P E R stroke leadership per ludra. I think it's persuasion. That's sort of slightly charisma thing. Uh, it's also percentile, which would bring me very very handily onto what I think about skill tests. But there we are. So I'm going to say Star Frontiers, where it's actually eight characteristics, but it's not. It's four paired characteristics. Star Frontiers. It's incredibly easy to remember. (laughs) He's got them written down in front of them. The acronyms acronyms are all there. That's all you need to worry about. I could have been smart. I could have said Coriolis. I could have said Dune. But I'm not going to say, I'm certainly not going to say Traveller. The only other one I really did think about, and this is absolutely, the, the only other one I thought about was Everywhen, which is obviously Barbarians of Lemuria. Mm. And that's good. Mm. That's a mixture of, of um, stats and uh, and then sort of uh, traits, isn't it? But it's, a, it, and again, it's a fantastic game. But I wanted to, I wanted to really sort of stick with, uh, with something science fiction-y. Love Coriolis. I think Coriolis is an absolutely super game. Uh, I think it's possibly the best iteration of the, the of the free league game in my humble. Uh, but Star Frontiers is uh, Star Frontiers is my man. Four pairs of characteristics covers all the bases. Mm. Now, I have a feeling this may be the worst possible voting round we've ever had, and and may in fact come down to whether or not you like uh, inconceivable the Princess Bride. <laughs> Can you get another Buffy the, Buffy the Vampire Slayer in? I mean, I'm trying. My I, my other ones aren't as exciting, but I t- you I, know. No, no, I, t- I tell you what, though. I tell you what, and this is very interesting. Is in play the drama points which came from Buffy? Works, Angel, uh, Angel, mm-hmm. sorry, Angel, Buffy. Absolutely brilliant. It works so well. 
Oh, I'm really glad. Did, yeah, really. No, honestly, it really did work so well. It's not so broad that you can, you know, there, obviously there are elements where you can change the storyline completely, but it really did work so well. Really did. So, uh, our our nominations for the characteristics. Excuse me, for the science fiction leg of the Fran- Frankenstein's role playing game uh, franchise, are. Uh, the Princess Bride uh, from Tamsin. Uh, Docs, six, pick six, don't matter, whatever you want. Uh, not, it's not going to be 316 Carnage Among the Stars. No. Uh, he's nodding for the sake of the uh, audience. Uh, Mark uh, uh, himself rejected Scum and Villainy and Time Watch, but went for D6 Star Wars. Hmm. Uh, Dr. Professor Sir, Sir Paul Michener, uh dist fate, ultimately uh, went for uh, the no characteristics, all skills of gumshoe stroke battle stars. Is that correct? And then finally, my nod to old school uh, charm and fun of Star Frontiers, mainly because it's the only game I've ever played where there is a plasticine... Uh, PC. Dralocytes. Look it up. It's the one everybody wants to play. All the kids do. Okay, so we need to have a vote. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> uh, we'll start as we went on. Tamsin, you cannot clearly vote for the Princess Bride with just Body um... Wit's Heart. I know it's it's a tough call. Um, I'm not voting for Doc's six things because that's not the assignment. You didn't do your homework. <coughs> Fail, right? Just out, right? And then um, I'm quite tempted to vote for Star Wars D six only in the vain hope that all my books would raise in value. Um, that would that would be great. But yeah, um, I think I'm going to go for. Paul's no characteristics because I like to mix it up. Mm. And none is better than three, <laughs> if we go with my <laughs> earlier statement. That <laughs> the optimum is three, but I'll go for none. Because I, I can't vote for three, I'll go for none. That is correct. Lois wins. <laughs> Closest to the ball wins in this game. Uh, Mark, uh, clearly you cannot vote for D6 Star Wars. No. Um, so, I mean, zero, as I say, I rejected zero. I didn't, in, in my own research. And I think the problem is, the thing that we forget about attributes, characteristics, is quite often we use those um, for resistances or defence or whatever. So... Saves, yeah. Yeah. So mm. I think it's handy to have because, you know, what... Otherwise, you're going to have to have a million skills against every possible eventuality. These broader things of characteristics and attributes are actually quite handy mm-hmm. for that. Sorry for the sensible answer. Um, <laughs> it's, it, it's the first one so far. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that's why I'm rejecting zero, for only for that reason, because I think otherwise it could be very interesting. Okay. Um, Star Frontiers actually sounded quite interesting with the paired stats, but I reject this notion that to be good at one thing, you can't be good at another. Okay. I think that that's 
you could be equally, you could e be equally bad at both of them if I remember correctly. But okay. Mm -hmm. um, and and um, you know, so I'm torn. I'm torn between what makes logical sense. This is this is a paired thing. I'm torn between what makes what. Hearts ever mind. What Come the on, mind campaign. Says, the mind says it's six because it's obviously <laughs> six. Look, we can come back later, Mark. It's fine. But, but, but then there's you, you're pitting this against true love. Uh, and yeah, true exactly. love. Yeah. Uh, but the game's got to work, so I'm going six. You're going with, with uh, Dr. Kerry's six. I only apologise to myself. And everybody. Yeah, you think about that later. <laughs> when you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, Do Dr. Cowie, um, where, where well, are we going? Well, okay, let, let's work our way through. The Star Frontiers, actually, I, I quite like Star Frontiers. I, I like the idea of linking them together and saying that, you know, you're probably a bit good at this. And when we become, uh, then you're probably a bit good at something else. There, yep. There's similar things. There's an overlap. And I've maybe come to that, back to that with skills. Um, uh, uh, obviously, having just been told off for my, for not playing the game properly, um, by someone who picked the Princess Bride in a science fiction podcast. Um, so I'm balancing from last I'm not season. Pick it. I'm not going to pick it purely because I'm bitter and... And a and, contrarian. Yeah. And easy things like that. Uh, the one I really want to go for is obviously Paul's Zero, because I want to go for zero characteristics and then, in skills, argue for zero skills. <laughs> um, and, uh, Bare bones. Hey, Comes early. guys, why don't we just work out what happens without all these dice? So, uh, in fact, actually, I won't do that. Obviously, I'm going to go for Star Wars. Um, uh, I mean, I, I think there, you know, it is an iteration of the six is best. Um, it was, you know, it, it it's nice and rounded. I do share his anxiety about the mechanical and technical, which is sometimes a little bit irritating. Mm. But it gives a sort of, um, again, the way it links. We'll probably get back to it with skills. It's also linked up with skills, as it so often is in science fiction games. So, I'm going to go. I'm going to pay Mark back, and uh, and go with his Star Wars. Heading into heading into uh, Doctor Professor Sir uh, Sir Paul Wichener. Uh, it, it's your turn to vote. You cannot obviously vote for uh, none, as epitomised by Battle Stars. So, where are we going? Well, this is interesting. So, you know, Star Frontiers does sound interesting, but I, I, if I'm starting from none, eight is clearly too many. It's it's the witterings <laughs> of a simpleton. I know, I know. And, of course, I did think about Star Wars. Mm. That's, you know, I think I'd rejected that on the grounds of the mechanical and the technical. That would say, oh, but you still want six characteristics and lean me towards Doc Cowie. But of course, three is closest to none. And I also had three in mind. So clearly, I'm voting for Tamsin. And I can <laughs> yes. vote for the Princess Bride in space. So Come on. Can... You know, space switch <clears throat> buckling. That's what we want, isn't it? Uh, this, this, is, this is incredibly frustrating because <laughs> the, other, the other thing now is I, I, I have to give the casting vote. You haven't all got together on some other secret Zoom and agreed that this is what you would do beforehand. Make him, make him ruin it. 
<laughs> it just seems to happen naturally. It does. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So I cannot vote for my own Star Frontiers, even though for a, for a very very old game, it's good fun. It's good fun. Look it up. Princess Bride. Oh, God, I love the Princess Bride. I love the Princess Bride in so many ways. I love the Princess Bride. Don't don't silently scream at me, Mr. Cowie, you simpleton or whatever it is you're shouting. Uh, I, I do like... I, I, I am at heart a very simple soul, so three would be good. Admittedly, none would also be good. Uh, Battle Stars, Gumshoe. I have a bit of an issue with Gumshoe, though. Which, which stems from a, a previous episode. Failing forward. I'm not talking about that anymore. It's okay. Uh, D6 Star Wars. I do like D6 Star Wars. I don't have an issue with mech tech. We either swap them around or call one something else. Pilot. <laughs> something like that, maybe. Six only, I agree. But actually, what, what if, if I choose D6 Star Wars, obviously Doc is going to claim, well... It's got six in it, therefore you voted for me, he will, he will claim now. So I'm in a real quandary. The only one I, I definitely, um, I, I agree, I think it was Mark's analysis earlier on, I think to have none would be wrong. So unfortunately, uh, Dr. Professor Sir, uh, Sir Paul Mitchell, I can't vote for Battlestars. Uh, I do love Princess Bride. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just replaying now the Princess Bride in my, yeah, in my head. I mean, we could maybe just put the podcast on a loop, <laughs> as you wish, as you wish. Oh, you forget oh, what I mean, see, left-handed. I mean, yes. However, however, I, I, if it makes you sob, I apologise in advance. I'm going with D6 Star Wars. I think Dex knowledge, mechanical perception, strength, and technical. I think that's it. So with two votes. Mark, D6 Star Wars is in. They're the characteristics we've got, guys. Round of applause. Yes, indeed, yes, indeed. quick Thanks. round of applause. <laughs> on, on your virgin appearance, D6 Star Wars makes it in. On debut. I, I didn't really expect the Princess Bride to come in, but do you know what? Now you know it exists. So I feel that's a win. I voted for it. No. It, it, yeah. Yeah, crawler. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, because I forgot to do it at the very beginning, would you like to introduce yourselves? <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry. So, uh, I'll, we'll do it in order around uh, <clears throat> as, I, as I've got you on screen. So, uh, Mark, uh, would you like to introduce yourself, please? Yeah. Uh, Mark Willoughby, at Willoughby Wright on Twitter. And, yeah, just grateful to uh, grateful for the win. Oh, no, sorry, this is the intro. I haven't won yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Grateful to get out. <laughs> just, just nice to be somewhere. Uh, it's, mm. Great. Uh, Paul, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. So I'm Paul Michener. I'm the Tweedmeister on Twitter. I'm sometimes known as Dr. Mitch on various forums. And yeah, it's good to be here for season two. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Dr. Cowie, would you like to do something? Honestly, given how it's gone so far, I was hoping to remain anonymous, but uh, <laughs> the uh, 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 Doc Cowie, Dracowie on Twitter. Um, uh, again, I'm delighted to be here, like everybody else. And uh, Tamsin, could you introduce yourself, please? 
Yeah, hi everyone. Um, I'm Tamsin. I'm X Tamsin X on Twitter. Uh, famously lover of vampires and hater of hobbits. Um, if you ask anyone. <laughs> Brilliant. I did. Sorry, so talking about earlier. I'm talking about research. I thought I thought the best uh, the best description of um, of the preparation that you could do for this pod was came from Carl Carl Clare, uh, who is who is very at, tall, very tall. He's extremely tall. Yeah, very, tall. Uh, very knowledgeable. Nice, nice oh, guy. Uh, who also appeared obviously in episode one, but he said. He said, "Oh, you need to turn up with a post-it with game written on it, and you're in." <laughs> Which was oh dear. horrifically close. Anyway, okay, so we're going to go uh, moving on now to uh, skill tests. Skill tests. I do always feel like Robert Robinson from Ask the Family. Skill test. This one for mother and eldest child. Uh, should we, should we go in reverse order this time? So, uh, Paul, would you like to go first? I'd love to go first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're all delighted. You're all loving to go. What have you done to these people, Dave? It's a psychological thing. <laughs> Dave sent me a bottle of whiskey. If I agreed to it. <gasps> Didn't you get yours? Right, that's it. <laughs> right, so... <laughs> Okay, so okay, so we're looking at something that's very, you know, swashbuckly, actiony, pulpy, that sort of thing, right? Yeah, I, that's the concept. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, I think so. so. We read that sort of type of, you know, swashbuckly, actiony, pulpy system. Yeah, and I'm thinking things like, say, percentile don't immediately spring to mind for that. So, what does spring to mind? Let's be positive. So one thing that's pulpy, actiony, that sort of thing would be, you know, it's on the tin for Savage Worlds. That that makes sense. Yeah. Another thing that's again pulpy, one that's sort of kind of outgrown things, mm-hmm. really, it's pulp roots, is is actually fate. But that's a bit of a divisive mm-hmm. choice, I know. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say fate, although there is an excellent fate science fiction game called Bulldogs, which I recommend. And also Spelljammer. The Mind Jammer is good as well. Mind so Jammer. Aiming That's for it. an excellent game. But actually, but, what I'm going to recommend, the other th- the other tier for this type of thing, of course, is, well, Mark referred to it. It was D6 Star Wars. Yeah. And I'm not actually going to quite recommend D6 Star Wars because it, it kind of shows its age. There's a couple of slightly clunky bits. Yeah. What does work, however, really well is the sort of reimagining, which is Mini 6. Ooh. Which is a very, very, which is almost identical in the revolution, in the resolution system. It gets rid of annoying things like pips. It makes things sort of like passive resistances rather than rolling dice for defending and for soaking and things. It's just against a passive resistance, so it all clips along a lot faster. Okay. So I will, that will be my, my thing. The one I rejected was actually Barbarians of Lemuria for everyone for the simple reason it's 2d6 plus yeah and that way I'd be voting for Traveller so I can't do that (laughs) my one is mini six d6 nice and easy I uh I have to tell you that I I have I've fallen to the other side I I have Traveller 
can you believe? Sent to me all the way from Australia. Hmm? How does it feel? I'm slightly soiled, but, you know. (laughs) This is the end of days. It is is the end of days. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to them. But, okay, Mini 6. Mini 6. Okay. Andrew, Doc, Doc Kerry, how are you? Uh, how are you looking? Mini six got your vote. I mean, you, you know what a stickler I am for the rules. Unlike some people, uh-huh. uh, technically Mark would be next. Um, oh right, sorry. Was I Mark mean, next? going in reverse order? Yes. Right? Damn it, tail I'm back. Let's let's go. It, Mark, you're in. Again, I have four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are they? See, this is why you can't turn up with a poster with game on it, because other people turn up with four for every category. Is it? Is yeah, it but they would be game one, game two, game three. <laughs> <laughs> are, are three of them scum and villainy time watching D6 Star Wars? Yes. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, D6 Star Wars uh-huh. is being rejected. Oh. Mini six. And it's being rejected. Physically been rejected, yeah. It's I about to say, you guys listening didn't see him actually throw it away. That was good. I, I, I made it look a bit more dramatic than it was. I laid it down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. He's expensive, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, the reason it's rejected is because of trooperism. Now, I know it's of its time, but any game that has a rule that says when you put on Stormtrooper armour, you get worse at shooting... It's not a game that I can endorse. <laughs> Why? You feel particularly strongly for Well, not, not least because it embraces a common fallacy that stormtroopers can't shoot, which we know is not true. Shocking. Quite right. Shocking. It's essentialism. That's what it is. We're <laughs> against that. So, yeah, so for trooperism, which should be left in the past, we should have moved on from that by now. That has gone away. <laughs> Indeed. Which, uh, which were the other ones you rejected? Time Watch. Time, time, so, watch. time Watch. Time Watch General Skills. Now, I looked at it and I thought long and hard about it because Time Watch General Skills is, or, or Gumshoe General Skills, is a pool. Mm-hmm. So you have a pool of points that you can add to a role based on a skill. Mm-hmm. And when you run out of those points, you're just doing an unmodified role. Just because it's different doesn't mean it's good was the conclusion I came to in the end. It's, it's a different mechanic. It's an unusual mechanic, but I couldn't, I couldn't love it. No. I couldn't Throw, love it. Throwing it away or laying it down gently? Oh, gently. Okay. Gently. <laughs> it's a heavy book. Um, it doesn't have trooperism. It's not <gasps> bad. Oh, my God. Marvel superheroes. Marvel superheroes. Oh. He, hear me out, people. Doc, if that's your the faces, choice. by the way, the faces when he pulled that out were priceless. You, you sound, you sound like a sort of a Baptist minister on the hustings or something. Hear me out, people. Yeah. <laughs> so, for, for, I was hoping this was going to be our celebration. <laughs> oh, now hang on, a table, but with so colour is, on it. So this is a table now, because this this comes from. That looks like a BMI chart. Is that what it is? <laughs> Yes, apparently I'm obese. Ask the doc. Is that a BMI? <laughs> no, it it's, it's like actually it. this is actually the universal table for um, Marvel superheroes, and mm. that my reasoning was thus: that in science fiction, you are going to have you're going to meet extremes. Yep. 
So it's not, you know, we're not all just variations of simple humanoids and people can get into battle armor and vehicles and things like this. So yeah. there's, so you need something to resolve things which are fundamentally quite different, quite wide apart. So I was hoping, hoping, I say, that Marvel Superheroes was going to be that solution for me. And it's not quite, because if you've got a table, you can you can mess around a little bit. Um, you can mess around with these numbers. So basically anything on here, this is, I know, great for an audio medium. Um, but the green bits is a hit. The yellow bits are very good hit and the red bits are critical. So... Um, but you you could you know mathematically I'm not saying that in front of Paul but you know, but you know you you can play with these numbers to get you an effect that says things that are widely different aren't going to be able to hurt each other or one end isn't going to get to hurt each other. so I can't do it I can't do it that no. way this this doesn't actually do it as well as you would think no. if you're trying to do what happens when Bruce Banner hits the Hulk and the Hulk hits Bruce Banner. It's not as satisfying a resolution as you might hope. No, everybody hates Bruce Banner. <laughs> Particularly the Hulk, oddly. Mm. So, unfortunately, Marvel superheroes, which is, is out, on, is out. Good. Because. Couldn't stand it. Because. <gasps> the no surprise, surprise, it's going to be scum and villainy. Scum and villainy. Do tell. Because. So. In Scum of Villainy, you roll the number of pips you have, the number of skill points you have as D6s. Mm. Who doesn't like the satisfying tinkle of D6s? Indeed. And and it's, so it's very clear if you've got twice as many, you've got twice the chance, etc., etc. If you roll a six, it's a success. A four to five, it's a partial success. Let's not get bogged down in failing forward and all of these <laughs> ideas. But, yeah, that's right out, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, one to three, you fail. Four to five is partial. Six is a complete success. Um, very easy to understand. So it doesn't need to be about failing forward. But the other mechanic that Scum and Villainy has is the... I struggle a little bit with difficulty levels. Somebody setting a difficulty threshold for a skill roll. Yeah. particularly if it is 2d6 or something like that, because most GMs don't actually understand what they're doing when they set a difficulty level. <laughs> and you just go, oh, that sounds... And half the listeners switch off. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't. No, no, but, but, but we don't, because you don't think about the shape of the dice, whereas with d6s, that goes away because you, you're just looking for a success or some number of successes. It's very easy. Um, but in Scum and Villainy, they have this idea of quality scale and potency which you use to set whether something can happen so you cannot shoot down the star destroyer with a laser pistol even if it's a very good quality one yeah. but you then might reduce effect um or increase effect based on how those three things stack up mm -hmm. and also quality scale and potency is a is a is a handy way of deciding uh, success and failure on other other things as well. You can apply it to lots of a broadly applied. Yes. Yes. Okay. So okay. on that basis, quality I'm scale and potency. Good. I thought for a horrible minute there it was going to try and be Marvel superheroes, in which case we may have sort of switched off and gone home. <laughs> Not that I'm being dismissive anyway. Right, the good doctor. It is your turn this time, I'm assuming. Thank so you very much. So, so um, far, we've got Mini Six and Scum and Villainy.
um, as has become traditional, you've got to name four games, so I've quickly thought of two others. Um, uh, uh, um, well, give me a minute. Me, yeah, if you don't start with four, you're, you're a shambling amateur. So, um, Princess, well, Bride. With, Princess Bride. Uh, I, I, I mean, the big problem in, in, a, sp- in a science fiction game, but, you know, um, uh, uh, or Princess Bride, um, uh, is uh, the fact that so many different situations. And so the number of skills, if you're going to try and have a sort of simulationist game, where mm. you're using the right skill for the right thing, it quickly reaches my, you know, I, I have a bit of a nemesis on games with more than, you know, 40 skills, et cetera, like Space Opera's got 100 plus, and it just becomes <laughs> utterly unmanageable. It becomes unmanageable. Um, uh, the, I mean, even Star Wars D6 has got 40 or something. Um, uh, you know, it's got a lot of different skills uh, for you to get, good, um, uh, to get good or bad at. Mm-hmm. Um, so at one end, you've got, uh, I mean, Dune only has five skills. But you can sort of specialize in individual skills that are there. So you pick your, mm. you know, what you're particularly good at, which is quite good. I think that's, you know, I, I was attracted to that. But again, you know, there are other complexities that go with that um, uh, uh, that mean that it doesn't get too limited for science fiction thing. If we're talking about skill resolution systems, mm-hmm. then the obvious one, and I'm so glad I got in front of Tamsin because I know she was going to say, say it, is Cyborg Commander. The, um, oh, that was my fourth one. There you go. The, um, <laughs> which is like a percentile system, only instead of using the traditional D10 and you know D D10s and D units, it takes two D10 and you multiply them together. Now, the, you're probably sitting there going, "That sounds needlessly complicated," and it is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and I spent, but I did spend a good, I don't know three hours working out the probabilities for various skills because you obviously get like big jumps in skill effectiveness you know because there's so few you know combinations that in the sort of higher areas um so uh you know cyborg commando i i i love the skill resolution because it's so mysterious and okay. uh, infuriating <laughs> but it's not the one i'm going to go with the one i'm going with is serenity serenity rpg um i love this because first of all it has the um uh, you basically use um, the excellent. Um, uh, uh, you use the uh, the D four, D six, D eight, D twelve sort of system for skills. Um, uh, so you know you buy skills with use a particular dice. You also combine them with the six note six characteristics. So you basically just roll the you know the dice for your characteristic and the dice for your uh, skill. Um, it allows you to get basic skills at a D six and then specialize beyond the D6. So it means that, you know, it's pretty easy to become mm. averagely good, but then after that, you've got to pick things. Um, and is, is of, there then a target number that you have to hit? Yes. So, you know, and you, you mm. um, and it's, um, which, you know, I know some people don't like, but it's uh, it allows you to give an idea of how dramatic the, the task is. Um, it's quite mm. pulpy. You know, there's other things that go with it. Um, and I, I just do like the, you know, the different, Using lots of different dice, um, uh, being able to roll them is completely obvious. You grab your two dice, you roll your two dice, mm-hmm. and you know you've got it. So, so serenity. <coughs> Sorry, would that fit with our six six Star Wars? It would. No, not the D Star Wars, but we could make it work because, <laughs> yeah, in fact, no. Actually, you know what? Yes, really easily, you really could. You just, yeah. you just, you know, because it doesn't matter. Um, you depend. You pick the skill and the characteristic depending on the situation. So sometimes yeah. you might use um, piloting with, say, technical, mm-hmm. um, because you're doing a fairly high tech 
um, uh, Starship and you've got to work out how the computer controls work, okay. but you might use piloting with strength because, you know, one of the things is broken. You're trying to hold it into position. So um, I think you could definitely work with the Star Wars D6. Very good. Serenity. Another one I've got to buy. So that's at least two this evening. Princess Bride. Now Serenity. Happy days. Dr. Tamsin, <laughs> how do you... Uh... you. All right. So traditionally, I will go through the ones that I've rejected first. This seems to be the new way of things. Um, <laughs> mainly to show off your collection, to prove that you have more than three games. You take Showing about your all the games. Ball, especially you... now. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but Mark, <laughs> Mark, do, Mark only has three games. <laughs> oh, no, four. That's sorry. True. Four. It'll come around again. It'll come Very again. important. Um, so, I mean, I was tempted to uh, talk about Aeon. Um, being the really old storyteller system that has had about three different rewrites, versions, name changes since then. Uh But um, that's because I love Storyteller. So, um, and also there was a very cool, so it kind of came out about the same time as Babylon 5. And then there was a whole side division cool you could play one of those characters which was okay. was pretty cool but anyway this is filter not classes and things so okay. not that one i did think about doing cthulhu hack and before i get told off there is a campaign set in space so i'm counting it as a science fiction variation there is but after last time <laughs> <laughs> but I got so trounced on that system. Um, I because again, it's a system really without any um system to it. You're kind of just which I love as a GM because you never need to roll any dice. The play the players live or die by their own dice rolls. You've got you don't have to do anything, which I quite like. But no, didn't go with that one. So okay. um unfortunately, my choice was serenity. <laughs> Has it it got two? It pains me. It pains me to say that. So, the reason I chose it is probably to do with the dice aspect. So, you just sit there, you buy a set of dice, it has all these dice in it. You never get to use some of the poor, poor dice in your set. You know, those D4s, those D12s, you know, they never get any love. So, in this system, you know they all get a they all get a play uh they all come out which which i quite like um i also i also like the fact <laughs> that's it doc's made up with me now um i also i also like the fact that um there's not a massive skill list the specialities so you can bump up the dice higher and you know what it's great when you send spend experience points like you get to turn your D4 into a D6 and there is a sense of achievement that is like, I have, I have moved up the dice train. That you, it is, you, is, is you have good. left, you've left the hated D4 behind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you've moved up so that that's really cool. And then I quite like the kind of the variation in roles. So you can be like white hot at something, but you still roll, you know, three. Yeah. Or you can be terrible at something and still roll eight. So I quite like the the variation that comes in with that. So yeah, serenity for all those reasons plus three. And also it's serenity because I already have the serenity books and I'm too cheap to buy the Firefly ones. <laughs> no. I have to say, because I, I know there's a whole load, 
younger folks to be like, what's this firefly thing? Yeah. No, no. Old folks have serenity. There is, however, there is a wrinkle uh, to this podcast, which is it's already been nominated. So you can't, we, we, clearly we know where your vote's going to be. can't have it. No, you can't have it. So which one are you going to go where, for? Where was this in the rule? Was this in some small, small print? I didn't was, see anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You have to read the small print on your contract. Right, so fine. It, it's Princess Bride. That's my very... <laughs> yeah. For the skill system, let me... Give me a minute. I'll just, I'll just do some research. Um, mostly I'm doing it so Dave has even more guilt to yeah, deal with when yeah. he doesn't vote for it. <laughs> the skill system. Uh, yeah, Princess the skill Bride. system Princess Bride. Please look it up for... Okay. I do not have notes prepared. I... I... I have a feeling I know where your vote may be going, though. Yeah, right. (laughs) If I'd gone first, he would have had to come up with something else. He would have. But from the great library ORPGs... It would have been multiplying D10s. It would have been great. Yeah. Oh, that would have been bad. Now, I I have to nominate something. And I I did, again, I sort of sat there long and hard, uh, trying to get past the old 2D6 of Traveller is a bit tough isn't it really and liminal course it's the liminal 2d6 i would have voted for not traveling we well, could have voted for the everywhere 2d6 i could have i could indeed have voted for the everyone 2d6 there's also though there's 2d10 now i believe there is a game coming out very shortly that operates off 2d10 doesn't there it? is yeah. yes Can't for the life of me it'll, it'll rise phoenix like out of the ashes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, nice, nicely done. I'm, I'm there here is another week. bottle of whiskey coming your way. <laughs> I'm here all week. <clears throat> However, <clears throat> I, I, I'm not going to spoil it. Actually, uh, uh, I picked this up uh, not not a couple of days ago. Starfinder is that back to front for you, or can you read that? That's fine. Normally, yeah. it looks back to front to me. Uh, Starfinder. I rather like it actually. I surprised myself. It was it was a reasonably cheap purchase. I thought, oh, well, I have a look at that. I like it. Uh, similarly, uh, similarly to um, to Paul, like the idea of rolling lots of dice. Do like the idea of serenity with using all the dice so you can love all the dice. Um, but you know what? The, the system I I do I do rather enjoy it, and it'll work with the old six. Uh, D6 Star Wars uh, characteristics that we'll have. Uh, it, it's a combination of things, but I'm going to go with, I am going to go with uh, Coriolis. Uh, the D6, uh, the free league system. I like having lots of uh, lots of dice to roll. I, I, I think it's enjoyment. I get almost a thrill, uh, as I do from a critical table, when I see all those sixes come up. Uh, so I am saying that the uh, free league Coriolis, particularly Coriolis system, could work. We then have to figure out what the skills actually are, but that will be for a, another podcast to sort of figure out. But or are we taking not only the skill test system, but also the skills of the various role playing game that we're voting for now? I was assuming skill test. We'll find skills from somebody else who has a good list of skills. I presume that's in your massive spreadsheet of what's happening over the next 10 years on this podcast. It is, yeah. (laughs) I think we have made one point, which is there shouldn't be too many. No, That's something we've done on this podcast. Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Mm. And, and I think the other thing is, again, recapturing that thing of if it is that we're not going to have you know critical tables a la Merp, which which is still and this is the thing when you're starting with the other Frank with the Frankenstein's RPG fantasy version, when you hand out the critical tables and, and I have deliberately I handed it out to the players. There's this frisson that goes around the table. It's not quite a wow moment that you might be able to get from staff uh, from science fiction, but there, there is a. It's like a. This is going to be good. You've got to get a critical. So we've got to figure out where within the skill tests, uh, not too many of the skills, but also where the wow moments are going to be. Okay. Not I'm trying to influence the result at all. So we have we have mini six uh, from Paul. Uh, Mark went with uh, scum and villainy, and in particular, quality, scale, potency. The uh, uh, the sort of uh, overlay on those uh, skill tests. Uh, Andrew went with uh, serenity RPG, a series of dice. It's similar to uh, Savage Worlds. Um, it, it used two dice rather than just one in the okay. end. So okay. it, it's like twice as good as Savage Worlds. <laughs> twice as good. Uh, Tamsin went in the end with uh, the Princess Bride, the skill system from the Princess Bride, <laughs> <laughs> which we shall all be looking at when we buy our copies of the Princess Bride RPG. Uh, and then finally, we have uh, me with my Coriolis Free uh, League D6 system. Uh, and also I'm thinking about the merchandise. I can print uh, print lots of D6. I can print lots of different dice in some of the other systems. So not too many skills again, and, and the wow factor we're looking at. So uh, how should we do this? Should we go, I'm going to vote first. How about that? I'm going to vote first. I, uh, do you know what? I'm not going to beat around the bush. I like Serenity. I like the idea of using lots of dice. Uh, no, I, I, I do actually like that because one of the things I, the only thing I don't like, the, the only thing I sort of not dislike, the only thing I'm not so fond of with Coriolis is that the other dice don't get any love. And I find that rather sad. Mark, next, I'm coming to you. What are you going to vote for? So uh, you can't obviously vote for Scum and Villainy, but we have Mini Six, Princess Bride, Coriolis, Serenity. This is very tricky. Very, very tricky. See, um, if I had to watch two films to watch back to back for the rest of my life, they could easily be Serenity and the Princess Bride. I know. They could, this is the movie episode, isn't it? I, uh, I don't think I would ever tire of that. And they're both such good science fiction films. <laughs> one of them. Of course. One of them is a good science fiction. I know, fiction. I know. Only, only the one. Um, <clears throat> Mini Six. Mini Six, I have to say, I'm not terribly familiar with. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, I've I've rolled d sixes before. It's, it's um, Star Wars d six, but streamlined. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. It's better than normal. Normal Star Wars d six. Yeah. yeah, normal. Yeah, mm. and I think I think Free League Coriolis. It's it is just that thing of at some point you're going to be rolling a bucket of d sixes. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's almost the well fact. I've never seen gamers as excited as when suddenly they realise they've got to roll an infeasibly large number of dice. You have clearly not grown up in a Warhammer household. <laughs> it gets very old very quickly. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does, honestly. 
Um, so, Frank, I, I, Mini 6 is a bit conventional. I've not played Princess Bride. It's between Serenity and Coriolis. Oh. Don't make poppy eyes at me, Doc. Uh, <laughs> 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 What's the going on, by the way? Yeah, uh, far too much. Making goo-goo eyes. Mm. I do love Serenity. I take the point on board about the dice. I'm going Serenity. <sighs> Serenity. Serenity with two votes so far. Uh, Dr. Professor, Sir Paul Michener. Okay. So I do like the free, free league resolution system. I really like it. However, I voted for it last time. I was in series <laughs> one when I was on the podcast with skills. And it didn't win then, and I don't think it should win now. <laughs> I, I feel chastised. Yeah, that's not chastised. It's good. It's good, but I don't want to vote for it for arbitrary reasons. <laughs> okay. So, Princess Bride is really tempting. Just <laughs> what else? Like, it's the out. It's, it's the really sense simple. Of fun. It's the it's, sense, it's, sense of fun it's there. Fudge. It's fudge as well. It's a good system. So Serenity, I don't know. I like the Serenity system. However, mm. I prefer the Firefly iteration mm-hmm. and prefer the latest Cortex Prime iteration. Also, moving from Serenity to Firefly and Cortex Prime, you have three physical characteristics. <laughs> so as we discussed mm. in the last round, <gasps> clearly better. That should have been my vote. Yeah. Never mind. But what we have now is, on the other hand, scum and villainy. It's got the simplicity. It's also one thing that Mark didn't say. It's got the player-facing roles. So mm-hmm. only the players roll. The GM doesn't roll. And that type of simplicity, intuitive, the fact that it does scale very easily, coming yeah. back to that point, I think I'm going to vote for scum and villainy. In fact, I am going to vote for scum and villainy. <clears throat> scum and villainy and Damn your eyes, the rest of you. Uh, Tamsin, what are you going for? Can't vote for the Princess Bride, I'm afraid. I know. Since I can't vote for my own, and I don't own Firefly, so uh, I couldn't have nominated that really because I don't know it well enough. Um, It's going to be Serenity if, if Doc will share the win because it was also my pick. You just happened to go first. You'll share anything. If it wins, <laughs> you'll share anything. Shocking. Uh, one more vote now, then. Uh, well, I mean, I, and I think we've made sure it's completely irrelevant. It is, is that not true? It yeah, is yeah. entirely irrelevant. What are you going um, for, then? Princess Bride. And, and just to be clear, is Tampa's <laughs> vote irrevocable? It is irrevocable. <laughs> yeah. No, then, yes, I have won. I have won <laughs> with Serenity. Oh, my goodness. Um, no one else cares That's about nice. anything else. May you burn in Twitter hell, Doc. Burn in Twitter hell. I would say, having said that, because everyone, you know, I imagine being the winner isn't enough. You want to hear my, you know, uh, uh, my wisdom as well. Um, uh, I think the, I, 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 I've not played the Mini 6 version, if it's a sort of streamlined version of the Star Wars, given the fact I've already complained that 40 skills is too many. That, uh-huh. You know, it would seem naturally that I'd quite like that. I really do. I do like the player facing roles of any system. Yeah. Um, uh, I think that's always a good thing. Um and uh, you know, of, of course, you know, um, 
uh, you know, there are advantages, I'm sure, to the completely undescribed Princess Bride school system, which... Oh, it's the, fudge. You know the, what's going fudge, on. That's fine. You, you know what's going on there. Um, <laughs> uh, honestly, I was hoping you were going for Starfinder, Dave, and I thought uh, well, we have leapt in no. with that one. Um, to him there. I, I, it, when it comes down to it, I'm not a massive fan of the... Weirdly, I'm not a massive fan of the D6 dice pool thing from, you know, from Free League. It, okay. It, it's got advantages. I, I just find it so swingy. Um, okay. uh, uh, it's difficult to work out. So I'm going to go with the mini D6, uh, the, yes. the mini six system. Mini six. Because, um, because it's, despite not being an expert on it, it sounds like something I know I like only better. I've, I've got a vote. you got a vote. <laughs> got a vote. So we have to twin uh, the D6 Star Wars uh, characteristics of decks, uh, knowledge, mechanics, perception, strength, and technology with uh, the Serenity skill resolution system or skill test system, uh, which looks good. D4s, D6s, D8s, D12s, etc., etc. Happy days. Now we come on to a new part of the show, which is the Brucey bonus round. <laughs> the Brucey bonus round. And the reason why I was keen to sort of draw this out now is is in case it had uh, was overly sort of com- made complex by both skill tests and characteristics, the system for those. And it was uh, looking very, very brief, quick look at magic and psionics. And and I sort of I don't really want it to be too much of a uh, an analysis of uh, which game. Although I'd, I would like you to nominate a game that you feel does it well. It's really do we have it? And, and I made a couple of very very quick uh, observations which came through from Twitter and a real real split from the uh, Dirk the Dice and his. Well, well, you know, in the future, most science will look like magic, whatever that quote is. I think it's by, uh, it's by somebody out of the Princess Bride who, uh, who, who makes the quote. Uh, all the way through to Jim McCarthy's Saga of the Exiles. Psionics are, you know, the way to go. I think even Carl, actually, Carl Clare said that Psionics in, uh, in Traveller, he wasn't a huge fan of it. It felt a bit like it had been shoehorned in. And then magic, you know, does magic have a place in, in this science fiction game? So the reason for me asking you this was because it will inevitably come out of some, say, characteristic skill tests. What do we do with the thorny subjects of magic and psionics? Do we have it in or don't we? And I am going to start this time uh, with Paul, if I may. Okay, thank you. Are we going to include it? What's your view? My view is, well, I'm going to talk around this and get to the point i'm going to be very okay. political no, so. <laughs> so in terms of that i think magic and psionics it's the same thing really you want one and not both yeah you could call it mysticism i think that's the take taken in coriolis isn't it yeah 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 Mystic So stuff. that might be one game i'd recommend for that sort of type of approach okay. there's strange mystical stuff going on yeah as well as that, you know, in Coriolis or in Babylon 5 and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the other thing as well is we have one thing that we haven't really spoken about much is aliens. Is everyone human? Are there aliens? Yeah. What about weird alien powers? What about high technology items? Is that mm-hmm. some sort of tech? To- is that some sort of almost the same sort of system? Mm. 
So thinking about that idea of the you want the system for all all of those. Really. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. yeah, and maybe any mysticism that's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I'll, I think I do want mysticism because we've got this that gives it that space opera feel rather than the hard science fiction feel. That's yep. the dividing line between the two, really. Yep. And in terms of what I do with system, I'm actually quite close to the earlier sort of serenity discussion. So we're talking about. I'm going to talk about Cortex Prime a little bit, which is the generic version of the system that came from Serenity and Lake yep. Firefly. Yep. And one thing you have in that is you have, okay, so you roll 2d6, one for stat, one for skill, add, add them together, but you might have other factors involved. You know, some versions there's relationships, some versions it might be pieces of high technology, some versions it might be pieces of uh you know mystical powers mm -hmm. and what that does that has a dice as well and you don't add all three dice you just choose your best dice you're not adding lots of dice together okay and they're rated as dice types as well so basically roll those three dice add your best two and i think there's certain things you can spend a plot point to get all you know all three dice if you really want it okay so anyway, my vote is to yes, yes to do yes. missing powers and take it from Cortex Prime and face and take it from Cortex Prime. Tamsin, uh, you yes. can't you can't mention Princess Bride. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even though it does have magic in it, I yes. will not mention. Um, so my vote is for yes, for the reasons around aliens. Um, I think it gives another character, class, type, something different that isn't flying a jet or, you know, building a machine or, you know, it just gives another kind yeah. of thing that you can do and make it a bit different. Okay. And the system that I think would be great for this is... Drum roll. Slay Industries. Slay Industries. Second edition. And I will explain why. I was going to get I know, no, I know. But I'll explain why. So although I like that, the reason I think the Slay Industries one works really well is that it's a skill that you buy. So in the system, um, only a certain race of aliens, well, there's a couple, a few races of aliens can yep. use this power called Ebb. Um, but what you have to do is you have to buy it as skill points. And this works really well because it balances out. So you have to make a choice. Am I, I might lose combat skills because I'm gaining, I'm going to use magic and inverted commas, ebb skills instead. Yeah. So it's not like, because I always feel in games, like if I'm a magic user, I can still use a sword. You know, when I write, you know, it, there doesn't, you might as well have the magic as well because you're not getting penalized yep. in some of the other areas where in this one, you have to make a decision. Do I buy these skills or do I not buy these skills? So I think mm. it fits with what's come before quite well. And then the, like the magic, the ebb abilities, you know, there's a, a broad range of kind of blasty ones and healy ones and kind of covers all of that. So I vote yes. Slay, uh, has everyone heard of Slay Industries? Yeah, by yeah. The way? yeah, 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 
Yeah, I love one. it. There's another. a very lovely book as well. This second edition. There was a little. No, I yeah. I do not get any royalties. Um, bloody book I've got to buy now. Great, thank you. But that's why, because I think it fits. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mark, what do you think? <clears throat> yes. Oh, sorry, you want more than that? Okay. <laughs> no, um, so basically, yes, you've got to have it, and I think you actually have to have both. Oh, okay. So I I am making the case that. Uh, and I'm thinking more Star Trek at this level. You you go to a planet, there's a planet of people that can read minds, mm. planet of creatures that can read minds, and this is something they can all do. And there's a lot of interesting play in that. There's a lot of interesting campaign in that. And at the same time, you go to another planet where strange things that you cannot explain with all the science at your fingertips go on. Mm-hmm. And if this the, the 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 it's a generic universe in it, but it's a big universe, and in the big universe there'll be some things you can't understand, and those are sort of on a wobbly magic basis, as opposed to a psionics basis, which might be a bit more codified. But the but the PCs don't have it. That is true. Is is that what you and, and, well this this and unless you were going to do that <laughs> as a. No, you you find that you recover the mysterious creature that yeah. becomes a player character. But yeah, um, okay, okay. No, I, I, I quite like that. But but then you'd build psionics off the skill system, but maybe not the magic. Okay. Because particularly if the player characters weren't going to have it, you could definitely do it off okay. rule, as it were. Okay. In terms of system, I have no idea. Although I do quite like this idea of of uh, giving away some of your skill points. To acquire, to pick up an ability. Andrew, Doctor Cowie, what, what do you think? Um, yes. Yes, we should. I, I, I'm not going to get into the details because you told us not to. But I'm just going to name a system uh, which has got to be in here. Hypertellurians. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a playbook based system which has got you know which has also magic, psionics, yes, and <laughs> and other stuff. Just weird, you know, uh, cool fifties pulp. Yeah. Mad, um, amazing abilities. You pick them from the playbook. Um, you know, does it fit well with anything else we've talked about? No, but that's no. somebody else's problem because they're going to be dealing with the magic <laughs> in a different episode. So it, it, the answer it, is yes, and I love hyperdeluvians. Okay, so it, it really is. It, it's about saying, you know, we there's no point in so far is even voting for it because the answer is yes, we should have it in. But the reason for saying it is what I wanted to do is. It has to fit somehow within that skill test system. Mm-hmm. It has to be, you know, we can't just go. This is the magic system because it doesn't. It didn't quite work. In it, the first thing we noticed with Frankenstein's RPG is magic broke the game. Lovely for the people who had magic, <laughs> but everybody who didn't have magic was left behind. So yeah, it, it's, yeah, there but, was thinking behind my Cortex Prime suggestion here, since yeah. that's the system. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm actually going to suggest one, and it comes from that very, very recent purchase. Starfinder. I like Starfinder, and there is no – everything is magic in it, and it's kind of limited to uh, a couple of – I think it's a couple of races or a couple of uh, choices that you really have to make in character creation. But I like the fact that actually it's unabashedly – it says, well, of course there's magic. You're nuts. There's loads of it. Uh, so I'm also saying yes, but I personally, I would roll psionics into magic. 
I would make some of the magical spells look like it's it's ionic, so it's but it's mashed up. Okay, so we are saying yes, it's going to be in there, which will, which will help episode five out enormously. <laughs> uh, I've already and, got some game suggestions that they, I can already and, look at, and we can present them with uh, with what they have to. Uh, what but they have can to. Can we vote now though on having no mind control? Because that's a thing that really annoys me in games. And if yeah. they're psionics, I don't want mind control. Yeah. Okay, not even for the aliens? No. no. You're losing... Yeah, it's free will, isn't it? It's a bit annoying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. We're getting into a bit of detail here. <laughs> we are, kind oh. of. That's okay. No, that's but I wanted that rant. That's all I want. I want the <laughs> rant. What's this about if it's not having that opportunity? Right. I didn't get my rant about dexterity in and how much I hate it, but never mind. We could have that on Twitter later. Oh, we did. Well, we'll uh, I was hoping to get my my rant on about. I quite like Elvis juice. And uh, <gasps> is it wants... is it new Elvis juice? I mean, new old, new um, old. I mean, obviously she's beaten me on that one. Um, no, I um... didn't want to rant about Elvis juice. I'm just pointing out that poor Dave. Um... He's trying to run a very specific podcast here. His listeners expect a very carefully regimented. Uh, you know, so is that good? I've never, I've, no, I've never tried it. Is it good? <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah, thanks. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, good. no, but he's referring to he's so. referring to the podcast. Yeah, I'm ashamed to my very roots that we had an entire day in a brew dog pub for uh, for grog love. Uh, and I, and I drank some of their beer, and and they were very nice people, they were lovely, oh, they were lovely. Yeah, nice. couldn't have been more welcoming. Mm. It was awful. As long as it's not the dead pony. That was oh, awful. That's an awful pony. No, I agree. I don't think it was. It could have been, actually. Is that the 3.8% one? Yeah. that's yeah. yeah. It was. Wow. Yeah. As I said, I, I immediately went home and, and, and castigated myself <laughs> and uh, put all manner of braces on. Oh, my... okay. Well, on that, to try and bring Limbs. it kind of relatively on topic are we going to, is there going to be a drinking uh skill carousing good try good work nice. thank you because I, yes, i've got to say right carousing. in every system that has a carousing skill we work it in it doesn't matter what you're doing you're like i have this skill now i'm going carousing <laughs> i don't know about you guys but we always find that we find it and sometimes it can take over the whole session of just gambling checks and drinking checks, it becomes a thing. So I think it should be in there. Gambling. I, I agree. I mean, I think it might be partially the fact that we're doing there being a lot of gaming online during lockdown hmm. and people want to role play going out. Yes. <laughs> yes. To the Mitchester Arms or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also when you're playing Liminal, the first thing you should do when you get to any village is go to the village pump. Oh, in your nice. games as well. Yeah, that's happens. That happens. <laughs> yeah. As as it will become known, liminal in space. They haven't even got liminal in here tonight. It's a shame. Could have shoehorned it in somewhere. Anyway, listen. So we have the characteristics from D6 Star Wars. Yes. We have the uh, skilled test system from Serenity. Uh, and we have uh, yes to magic and psionics. Those of you who said nay on Twitter, and there were quite a lot. <laughs> Be damned. It's going to be in there. So the Magic and Psionic episode is, I think, episode five. So two or three yet to go. To go. To those who say nay, you don't have to play all of the rules. No. You just ignore that. But, it's but, very dark. Yeah, no, it's true. You don't have to play all the rules. <laughs> <laughs> where, where is your wow moment if you don't have uh, Magic and Psionics? I don't know. 
you could go, wow, these Sidex rules are terrible. Let's not <laughs> That is indeed the wow. Brilliant. Thank you very much, everybody. Pleasure, as always, to have you here. So thank you. And uh, see you soon. See you Brilliant. soon. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. Cheers, Bye, everyone. See you guys. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. I owe you a pint, Tempson. See you, man. <laughs> So there you have it. That was episode two. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, the show notes, uh, I say show notes, uh, will try to make some sense of this nonsense. And please don't blame us for your burgeoning desire to buy another game. Except, of course, for if you buy The Princess Bride. That is very definitely down to us. Sorry. Thanks again go to Mark, Paul, Andrew and Tamsin. We're getting just that bit closer to a game. If you want to leave us a message, please do so at Anchor. We are Frankenstein's RPG. And we're also on Twitter, at Frankenstein RPG. And happy to take feedback and contributions to the rest of Series 2 and Frankenstein in Space. So, take care of yourselves and hopefully see you soon. As you wish.